In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit, amen. Last week, uh, Spencer preached on Advent as a season of waiting, as awakening to God's presence and goodness. Today, we're going to talk about how that, how we go about that waiting, and we're going to proclaim that the incarnation of Jesus Christ at Christmas is nothing short of an invasion. Advent, this, this time of waiting, is our call to be radicalized for the kingdom of God. Come out, turn around, go down, and rise up, church. Receive the grace of Advent today. It's perfect. Perfect. This is, as we read the song of Zechariah, this is the Sunday of Advent where we talk about John the Baptist and the work he does to prepare the way for Christ. In Luke's gospel, at the beginning of each chapter, Luke gives us some kind of orienting socio-political detail about who's in charge. And then at chapter 3, he really lets it rip. So the first chapter is King Herod. Chapter 2 is Caesar Augustus. And now we're, he's resetting it 30 years later with Tiberius, who's leading in Rome as Caesar, Pontius Pilate, Judea, Herod, Galilee, Philip, his brother, and Iturea, and Trachonitis, Lysanias, that guy doesn't get enough run, and Abilene, and the high priests appointed by Rome. The, the Roman Empire, Luke wants us to know, is holding it down. Do you hear how crowded things are? How full it is? Squeezing out the reign of God in every direction. Empire had infested the promised land, Luke is saying. So what's left? If you're God, what do you do? Well, in the wilderness comes the word of the Lord. John prepared the way for Christ's coming far from the epicenter of the sociopolitical power. He went out in the area around the Jordan, and called others to join him there. Anyone gathering people in the wilderness around the Jordan River was up to no good in the neighborhood. This is what the political uh, revolutionaries did. This was a prophetic act enacting a new exodus, dangerously suggesting that Israel had become Egypt. It's dangerous, seditious, treasonous, maybe even heresy. This is radical stuff, beloved. This is the kind of thing John Denver and the Muppets left off their Christmas album. But today, we proclaim the good news, the incarnation of Jesus Christ. It's an invasion. And this season of waiting, Advent, is a call to be radicalized for the kingdom of God. Come out, turn around, go down and rise up, church. Receive the grace of Advent today. Turn around. John was proclaiming a baptism of repentance for the forgiveness of sins. Anyone offering water baptism for the forgiveness of sins 
the way John did, was saying, I'm offering you out here on the margins, off the map, off the grid, I'm offering you what the temple says it can offer you. Ooh, boy. If the previous thing wasn't heresy, this probably is. This is why the leaders come out to check things out in other gospels, right? This is definitely scandalous. Notice, though, the repentance that John preaches. Knowing uh, the crowding of Israel with empire, noticing that calling people into the wilderness to have them return from uh, either exile or an exodus again, all of that, it changes the way we understand this call to repent. Jesus isn't primarily, sorry, John isn't primarily talking about individual guilt to repent of here. John's ministry is meta, as the kids say. It's about how people, how Israel has been taken captive by this cancer of empire. And to come out is a part of the repentance. He's offering a new logic, John is. A new identity and logic and way of being in the world through this repentance. Re-see who you are. Re-see this land. Re-see what power is. This is not something safe and less radical, like, for instance, saying you're sorry for that curse word you mumbled under your breath when your college football team, Notre Dame, just needed one stinking team last night to win, and Michigan, Cincinnati, and Alabama, and they all won, so <laughs> Notre Dame has to go to some lousy second-tier bowl, son of a St. Bernard. Repent of those sins, too. But turning around for John, for Advent, for us, only comes when we come out of the way the world works, off the grid. Home, job, neighborhood, even, even church. And find a liminal space to get a better view of how we too have been compromised by a, a logic, a common sense, a way of being in the world that is contrary to the kingdom of God. My daughter's in Beauty and the Beast. Got to see her on Friday night, sat next to Laura. Um, she's great. She's nine. She's having the time of her life. Uh, my son did his best job to try to make her laugh, and she was stoic. <laughs> she did not budge. But she's telling me this story. I'm interviewing her for my YouTube stream. Uh, there's been five view views of this interview, so I think that's viral. I'm interviewing her about the story, and as she's telling the story, I'm like, okay, so Belle gets captured by a beast who was going to imprison her dad. She replaces him. There's some like substitutionary sort of atonement there. But then she falls in love with her jailer? Isn't this like romanticized Stockholm Syndrome? You know what I mean? Uh, and obviously, Cece has no idea what that is. Um, but I think this experience of falling in love with that which imprisons us is part of the work Advent wants to do to wake us up, that we've fallen in love with that which imprisons us. Today we proclaim that the incarnation of Jesus Christ at Christmas is nothing short of an invasion. And Advent, this time of waiting, wants to radicalize us for the kingdom of God. So come out. 
Turn around. Go down and rise up, church. Receive this grace that Advent offers us today. Go down. Serpentance is in the Jordan. You go down under the water, symbolizing, I think we know, death. John was saying symbolically, get out of the promised land and come through the Jordan River again. This is a big deal. Die to your old understanding of who you are and who we are and come through the water like our people did hundreds of years ago as they passed through the Red Sea, like they did when they returned from exile as our reading from Malachi mentions. Crossing the River Jordan. This is a time of reckoning. And the way you respond, says John, is you go all the way down. God is doing away with everything that would oppose his loving justice and his love, this judgment, gets all the way down into the fabric of our being, how we make meaning and identify ourselves. Yep, God wants that too. God gets a little judgy in Advent, but it's good because his judgment is love. Judgment gets a bad rap because usually we use it to hurt and wound each other, right? But God's judgment is love. He can see our cancer and he doesn't kill us to kill the cancer. He does surgery, friends. He's a good doctor. He rids our lives and our land of death. Scrubs our soul clean. Today we proclaim the incarnation of Jesus Christ. At Christmas, is nothing short of an invasion. And Advent, this time of waiting and preparation, wants to radicalize us for the kingdom of God. So come out, turn around, go down and rise up, church. Receive the grace of Advent today. Rise up, aye, God's judgment in Christ is love. Advent ends with God with us. The incarnation, with all flesh, seeing the salvation of our God, as Luke says today. All flesh. So we come out, just to get out of, out of the, hum, the humdrum, rigmarole, psychotic, toxic psychosis of our world. And sometimes we got to get almost all the way off the map to turn around and look and say, look at all these kings doing all this jacked up stuff. Sometimes we need that. Sometimes we need to retell our story, not just me, but our story. We have to actually look in the history. What's interesting about how, what John does and what the gospel writers do is they don't look back at the bad stuff and say, you know what we need, Israel? We just need to move on. They keep bringing up the past over and over. Why? Because it keeps intruding in the present. That wasn't in my notes, friends. I'm off, I'm off the map. Now we must rise up. This is the fruit of God's judgment of love, the refiner's fire, the fuller's soap, refining and purifying silver. This purity 
is a rising up. It's the, it's the love that drives away everything in us and in the way we live and move and have our being that opposes God's good kingdom. The valleys, they get lifted up. The rough places made plain. The mountains made low. It's a rising up of creatures and creation. We proclaim that the incarnation of Jesus Christ is nothing short of an invasion. And Advent, this time of waiting and preparation, is our radicalization for the kingdom of God. So come out. Turn around. Go down. And rise up, church. Receive the grace of Advent today. We don't usually talk like this in church. But I'm convicted. John wasn't beheaded by being, for being nice. Jesus wasn't crucified for singing Bing Crosby Christmas carols. So how do we prepare this Advent? Well, let me invite us into a few things can you find some space and some place to retreat? Can you find some space and some place to retreat? It could look like talking to the Borums about scheduling an Advent retreat at Fall Creek Abbey. It could look like simply turning the music off and sitting in silence for five minutes, sheer terror of what your soul wants to say to you. Can we find, can we create the wilderness, a liminal space where we can come out for just a bit, just a bit? The second way I want to call us to respond is tying what we do here on Sunday to the actual liberation of the world. Do you notice in Zechariah's song that, he, that twice, twice Zechariah says John's going to save us from our enemies? Real, like real world enemies, like you know the people that throw you in prison because you can't pay your taxes and things like that. One of the th changes we've made to our Eucharistic liturgy recently in order to... Um, Fund our imagination for how deeply material and social the kingdom of God is. As we started singing, Christ has died, Christ has risen, Christ will come again. Did you notice that? It took us a few weeks to not just say it, and then it took us a few weeks to learn the melody. And I think we're almost there. I don't want to, I don't believe in jinxing things, but I don't want to jinx it. I have lots of confidence, though, that the electric guitar will carry us through. But uh, do you notice the melody of that, what we're doing? Christ has died, Christ is risen, Christ will come again one day. That is the tune of We Shall Overcome. A black Episcopal priest named Willa Gaffney is who we're taking that from. Third, fast, retreat, celebrate the Eucharist as a declaration of resistance. Maybe fast. I think I need to fast. 
I need to get rid of the things. I need to get rid of the Herods and the Lysaniuses, whoever that cat was. I need to, I need to declutter so that the kingdom of God has room to come in. And for how have the Herods and the Philips and the high priests choked out the goodness of God's kingdom in our land? I've, I've mentioned a few times we're going to have a class on, on mammon, and it's, it's, it, it exceeds biting off more than I can chew. So uh, because, we're, because we're moving into a season of, of needing to find a new place to worship and, and that kind of stuff, we're probably going to start that study in Lent which would be a good time for that, right? Repentance and things like that. But this is one of the ways that we actually turn around and come out and like speak the truth about things, right? How does mammon hold dominion in our lives? How does it order and shape our bodies? How does it, how does it uh, inhabit our, our common sense and just what appears good and true and right to us? How does that happen? And in what ways is the kingdom intention of that? How does the kingdom of God want to call us out of that? How about for you, friends? What way can you receive the grace of Advent today? Because the incarnation of Jesus Christ at Christmas is an invasion. It's a retrieval and reclamation. And John's ministry... It wasn't, it wasn't simply a Christian conference out there, friends, or a Jewish conference. It was a radicalization for the kingdom of God. So come out. Turn around. Repent. Die and rise again. Church, receive the grace of Advent today. In the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen.